At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vsin.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Friend of the show, Ross Tucker does a great job. NFL college football analyst. At Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. Uh, we'll go through myfrontpagestory.com in a second. Even Money Podcast, Ross Tucker Podcast as well. And he's on the Rams game and he's on the Patriots game coming up for the playoffs. We'll get to that in a second. But you did, you were on a Sunday night call. I mean, where does that game rank all time that you've watched or called in the NFL? And how about the crazy finish where it looked like we were going to have a tie? You know what? I, I, I'd have to actually sit down at some point. I'm glad you brought that up. I've called a lot of games now, and I've called a lot of awesome games. I've been really fortunate, but that is way up there. I mean, certainly for a regular season game, it was absolutely incredible. I mean, first of all, just the atmosphere there in Vegas was awesome. That place is a scene, you know, outside of Legion Stadium. And there was actually more Chargers fans than I thought there would be. Mm-hmm. But to have the game go the way it did, Raiders get out to a lead, then Chargers, then the Raiders are up 12 in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania, right? So a bunch of my buddies are Steelers fans. <laughs> Raiders are up 12. They're like, we're good. There's no <laughs> way this can be a tie, right? There's no way. And then when the Raiders got a field goal to go up 15, I tweeted one of my buddies at Ross Tucker NFL. I was like, 15 might be a problem. And it was. I mean, I think Justin Herbert converted seven fourth downs of eight yards or more. Guys, at one point, I literally said during the game multiple times, why are we even wasting our time with first, second, and third down? Let's just fast forward to the money play. Fourth and 10. We have fourth and 21. The two-point try, the the play on the last play of the game, uh, touchdown, the hold on Cook on fourth and ten. Uh, it was wild, fantastic. What, what what do you think of the criticism of Staley? Yeah, I don't really get it. I mean, I understand that people think that that changed the outcome of the game. But let's remember the situation. I think it was third and four, third and five. The Raiders were mm-hmm. in the gun. Three receivers set. They were going to run the ball. Now – if the Raiders got stuffed or lost yardage, 
I do think what Versace has said is accurate that they might not have attempted, you know, whatever it would have been, a 60-yard field goal. Because what if you get it blocked? What if you miss and it's like a kick six kind of situation? But if they got 10 yards on that play, the Raiders still would have had the clock wind down and attempt a field goal. So I don't really understand what the difference is with him calling the timeout. They had to run another play. So I think either way, based on the result of the third down run, the Raiders would have decided what to do next. The the issue is after Staley called timeout to make sure they could stop the run, they gave up a big run. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on that. How about – Brandon Staley deciding to go for it on fourth and one on his own 18. Did you have a problem with that? Well, no, I don't actually. I'm okay with guys being aggressive as long as if you think you're playing the numbers, right? Like, look, what are we talking about here? This is what we do on all the shows we do. You guys, my even money podcast follow like you follow the numbers, right? Like you go with the numbers. The issue is, he ran it on third and short and fourth and short. Right. Yes. And didn't get it. That was the only fourth down they didn't convert the whole game. The fourth and one. You know, the, the problem was that he ran the ball and didn't put it in Justin Herbert's hands. It's just incredible how that unfolded in that situation. Uh, but no, I, you know, look, that guy's aggressive. I'm okay with him being aggressive because, and I know the fourth downs, they kind of had to at that situation in the game, right? But, over time, I think he knows what the win probability is for all the decisions that he makes, and he's willing to take the criticism if it doesn't fall into his favor in that specific instance. It's happened to him a couple times this year. People talk about that. They don't talk about the times that he won or put him, his team in a better position by going for it. All yeah. fair points. Also, you want to be aggressive, but uh, they had nine guys in the box. The I mean, I'd like call, to see. The, the play call the was play terrible. Call. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So good for you. You're in the booth Saturday night. That's a big break as it's going to be cold in Buffalo. Uh, but round three, and Max struggled in the first meeting in the weather and doesn't not, not struggled in the cold. What do you think of the Bills at home laying four against the Pats? Yeah. So the first thing I was, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I'm not a huge fan of wild card round being a divisional matchup. You know, I'd just rather see some different, some different teams go at each other. I mean, this is the third time. The Bills and the Patriots will have played in seven weeks. And that place, guys, I played for both these teams. Mm -hmm. uh, But I spent most of my, you know, most of my playing time with the Bills. That place is going to be bonkers. Saturday night, (laughs) 8.15. Like, I can't wait for people to watch that game and just see what those people are like. Very interesting because it's supposed to be single digits. It might snow. I think pretty clearly – the worse the weather is, the more I think that favors the Patriots because oh. I do think their game plan, really regardless of the weather, will be more like it was the first matchup between these two teams when the wind was crazy than it was the second matchup. Listen, the second matchup, Josh Allen played like a flawless game. I could only, at this point, lean to taking the points with the Patriots because – they won the first matchup. I still think they're better up front on both sides of the ball. And unless Josh Allen has an MVP-like performance again, this is a close game. This is a toss-up game. Give me the pats and the points. Okay. Ross Tucker, our guest. Follow the money. Beeson at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. 
and Even Money podcast and the Ross Tucker podcast as well. Okay, now you're on the sidelines. Well, you're living right. You're on the sidelines for the Monday night game, Arizona against the Rams. Also, round three, road team won both games. But this is this is Arizona's time. This is their spot. Eight and one on the road. The hiccup against Detroit, and then the Rams come limping in as they still won the division, but they couldn't. They blew a 17-point lead to the 49ers. Stafford doesn't have a playoff win. What do you think of this one? Right, and I don't think the Rams are all that great at home. They clearly don't have a great home field advantage. I mean, both McVay and Stafford talked after the game about how surprised they were by how many Niners fans were there. Now, I don't yes. know yes. that that many Cardinals fans will be there. I'll be curious. Cardinals have a good fan base now. I don't know how many of them live in L.A. or will make the trip. It's been a while since their team has been in a playoff game, so maybe. But I don't I don't think it will be an advantage for the Cardinals like it was for the Niners. But I don't think they'll be disadvantaged by being on the road either. You referenced their record, but also it's just not much of a home field advantage yet yep. for the Rams in L.A. This is another one. I don't know about you guys. I'm a big believer. When I can get three in the hook, I usually take it. I mean, what what are they? What are we saying when it's three and a hook, right? We're saying pretty evenly matched teams. You know, the home team, whatever you want to give them for being at home, pretty evenly. If you're telling me evenly matched teams, and I can get three in the hook, I'm gonna take it. You know, I don't have Matthew Stafford has two turnovers at least in each of the last three games. Mm-hmm. We know Kyler Murray's gonna go crazy running around like, you know. Like he does, like Wiley Coyote, um, the roadrunner, whatever you want to call him. He's unbelievable. I, I kind of like the Cardinals. If, if a toss-up game where I'm not really sure about either one of the teams, I'll take the three and a half. Good job bringing that up, too, how the Rams players and organization were shocked by all the 49er fans that were there. Uh, but I've never met an Arizona fan in my life. I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> no. a Cardinal fan. I don't. Um, a, a, Valentine's Day right around the corner, right? Big one for us. Oh, Come on. Here's what's weird. My rookie year playing for Washington, mm-hmm. we played at the old Sun Devil Stadium. That was the worst atmosphere I've ever been in for an NFL game. It was half full, and half those people that were there were Washington fans. Okay. 20 years later, I mean, they did this like within 10 years. They got that new building. They got Kurt Warner. They went to the Super Bowl, and now they sell out out there in Arizona. Like, it's a – it's unbelievable. It's a real lesson. I don't know how much it's because the team was better uh-huh. and how much it's because they got a new indoor building and you weren't out there just baking at Sun Devil Stadium, but it worked. Tell people about myfrontpagestory.com. Well, so we talked about it before the holidays, and you guys have the best listeners out there because a lot of your listeners and viewers went to myfrontpagestory.com and got a story for their wife. But if you didn't, Valentine's Day is a mother uh, a month away. Now is the time to go to myfrontpagestory.com. You do an interview with one of our writers. They write the most unbelievable story about your wife, framed, beautiful, looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. She will cry when she reads the quotes where you're like, I just don't thank her enough for all the little things she does for the family. That's all you need to say, dude. I'm telling you, that's all, right. all she needs to do is read that once on something that looks like a newspaper. You are money. Do it now, though. Don't procrastinate. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. You're the man. Thanks for coming on. Go get them this week. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, friend. See you, dudes. All right. Great job, Ross Tucker, Even Money Podcast. And he's on the call Saturday 
and on the sidelines Monday. Yeah, about a month away. What do you think? It's January game 12th. Plan? The, the last thing I care about right now is Valentine's <laughs> Day. I can't believe you guys are talking about okay. it. Huh? You got a game plan? What are you, you, you going to get a My Front Page <laughs> story for your girlfriend? Huh? Well, I don't know. Huh? I, I, I might, I might uh, take a shot at that, yeah. People raved about it. Well, right. it's a good idea by Ross. Right. It's a great uh, idea, uh, yes. You know, I hate Valentine's Day. Hate it. Why? Day on the, the day on the calendar dictates I have to show you love? Why can't it no, just be a regular day? Or You have to take the girl out for dinner. You have to uh, buy gifts. You buy very expensive gifts. Uh, you yeah. overdo it. I do. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. And then I set the tone where I have to live up to it I, I every hate year. That, it's a bad I, move. Amateur yeah, hour. I hate that day, day every year. MyFrontPageStory.com. Excellent. It's a great site and a great gift. We'll get to win-lose up next. You won't believe what's going on with these streaks in the NHL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Some lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some. Hockey's, hockey's on fire right now, and these streaks are off the charts. And our friend Chris Otto doing a great job. Blue Jackets, eight first period overs in a row and a 15 and two run. Colorado Avalanche, the trifecta hit again. That's goal in the first 10, first period over, and third period over. 19-5 run, first period over. Nine in a row in the third period, and 25 of the last 27 third periods have gone over with the Avalanche. Now, one and a half, you're laying $2.220 juice. Uh, Some places have said, you know, bleep that, we're going to two. And maybe you're laying $1.40, $1.50 with the over. But in any event, that is huge if you can find one and a half. And if you do, that's on a 25-2 and two run. Penguins again in the first period. Now, this is something. I, I've never seen anything like this. They're, if you play the money line, they're on a 10-0-1 run on, in the first period. They had a, a 0-0 against St. Louis. They've allowed four goals in their last 21 first periods. So, 10-0-1 run, money line in the first period. If you laid the half, that was plus 155. The money line was minus 140. If you laid the half a goal, it was plus 155 in that cash. So, if it, so if you're even if you're laying the half, you're 10 and one here with the Penguins in the first period. That is nuts. Tampa 14 and two overrun in the second period. 
Ottawa 18 and 3, Maple Leafs 12 and 2, Capitals 15 and 3, so are the Kings. Wow. Stanford money line 3 to 1. Down goes USC and down goes Baylor. Texas Tech was 6 to 1. We have no unbeatens left in college hoops now, Mr. Hume. That was a stunner last night. <clears throat> Texas Tech without its leading scorer down 15 points rallies to beat the Bears. Northern Illinois was catching 15 and a half. They were plus 950 on the money line. And got uh, that was something against Kent State. Couldn't believe that. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. And for our radio and podcast people as well, we'll start off with a tweet to put it in perspective on Sunday. What a day. Three games go to overtime. And what was on the line? Raiders, Steelers, Niners all won in overtime and clinched playoff spots in the process. Steelers had to wait. But, we, you know, catch my drift. Since 1990, that had never happened more than twice in a whole season, let alone a single week. Yeah. Oh, what a week 18. That was great. A couple of dog videos. These Huskies, they like to talk. And they are loud. And this is not a fan of the bath either with the hose. <laughs> He's getting, dog's getting the hose. Runs up the steps. Not a fan. And he's telling her about it. And here he just he goes back down on the step because he doesn't want to get the hose again. Like Buffalo Bill. And then he runs into the dirt. He runs into the dirt and gets all dirty again. About I, I see your hose and I raise you. I want no part of this and I'm going to get dirty. And I, don't, I don't care if we have to start the process all over again. But he just he wants to hide. He's trying to dig a hole. <laughs> Run away from the bath and the hose. Oh my God, the poor guy. Hey, look at that. Look how long this goes on for. Oh my God. How'd you work Buffalo Bill into that? That was good. Gets the hose again. Yeah. Puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Great performance. What a movie. Uh, and the boy, oh boy. I mean, you might have something here about where this is. If that's. Uh, it looks get, like a border crossing. Yeah, right. But this is, uh, oh boy, this is sad. Dogs lost on the highway on the side of the road. Look at the guy. Gets out. He's got the suit on, leather seats. I got you, big fella. Come on. We all win with this. This is great. Grabs him. He's still by the collar. Puts him in. Let's go. I'll find a spot for you. Come on. And he's happy as can be. Only thing better if he had the Dunkin' Donuts hash browns waiting for him in the those car. Those pretty good. We they just are had good. those. But look at that, that guy's obviously. Good for you, my friend. He's probably an underdog better. He yeah. likes the dogs. That's right. You're a great person to do that. Boy, that's sad. He's just sitting there on the side of the highway. What happened? He stops, gets out, puts him in. That's awesome. Did somebody just abandon that dog? Yeah, that's yeah. Huh? Looks like a cool dog. Yeah, who knows? Uh, lose some. Okay. You want to go to war with Arizona? Uh, uh, be my guest. But remember, if you bet this Monday night game, remember this with Kingsbury. Goes back to Texas Tech and how he's closed. Another regular season in the books. We update how he's done every season as head coach. Ended every season. This year, they lost four of their last five. 2020 was six of nine. One of the wins was on a Hail Mary. 2019, they lost seven of nine. They lost their last five in 2018. He went two and six to close in 2017. Likewise, in 16, he lost four of six in 2015 and lost four of his last five in 2014. Food for thought on a Monday night game. Again, bad for the books. The Thunder from nine and a half down to six and a half. They lost but got the money as they got beat by four. Tampa Bay Lightning from 270 up to three dollars took out Buffalo no problem. Last thing on the ice, first period overs went five and two. They started five and oh. 
And then the Pittsburgh game went under. They don't give anything up in the first period. Uh, and then the, also the late game went under. And the Penguins, again, 11-1 straight up in their last 12 games. Yari, Vesna, great season. His numbers, goals against, save percentage. The loss, they blew a two-goal lead. They led 2-0 against Dallas on that Saturday afternoon game. Again, took them out in the first period uh, and got beat. So that's the one loss. 11-1 in their last 12 and blew a two-goal lead in the only loss. Win some, lose some presented by BetRivers, your hometown book, where you can claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Okay, let's kick this around because, Ross, you agree with uh, Ross Tucker. I think the cold weather helps Buffalo. Because Mac, as as it had issues in the cold weather, doesn't like it, and you saw what happened in the first meeting. But the masterpiece by Belichick in that first game, we're just going to run the ball, we only throw the ball three times, and there's nothing you can do about it. But that was, some people thought that was embarrassing what happened. You know what they're going to do, and you still can't stop it. A, even a reporter from New England posed the question to two Buffalo players, and they were uh, they thought they were offended by the question, which... I understand where he's coming from, though. You you know what they're going to do when you still got gashed on the ground in that game. Sure. The Patriots threw the ball three times, and you lost at home. Ross makes a good point about how Allen was sensational in the meet in New England. He was. And uh, although Jackson dropped an interception, it would have changed the game, and maybe New England wins. But you think the cold weather helps the Patriots? I don't think it's going to make a big difference either way in this game. It's going to come down to Buffalo's ability to stop the Patriots' running attack. And they couldn't do that the first time. They did, mm-hmm. And the Bills did a better job of it the second time. There was a combination of two things the second time. The Bills stopped the run a little bit better, and Josh Allen played better. Uh, I th- The first time, to me, that was just an ego game. That was Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels saying, hey, we're going to prove a point. We're going to show yeah. that we can beat you by not even using the forward pass. We're going to embarrass you. And uh, the Patriots accomplished that. And then the Bills came back in the, in the rematch like a team – uh, that had a score to settle that was embarrassed the first time. That's in the fourth quarter. Mac was one of one for nine yards. Yeah. I, I, then two at That's uh, right. Incomplete, that's right. Uh, incomplete pass. Well, in the last four games, the Patriots lost three of four. Mac Jones has five TD, or excuse me, six TD passes, five picks. He has not been that good in the last right. month, obviously. Right. Uh, he's going to have to make some throws in this game, uh, like you do in most playoff games to win the game in the fourth quarter. I still think this game's going to be won, in my opinion, at the line of scrimmage. If the if the Patriots' offensive line is um, something close to dominant and they run the ball like they did in the first meeting, I think the Patriots are going to have a great shot to win and should at least cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took the four here, thinking that it's going to be at least a close game in the fourth quarter and the Pats are going to have a well, shot to win it. I'm glad you brought that up. Figures to be a close game, right? Yeah. This, Bill Barnwell. Teams that won 11-plus games while going winless in games decided by seven points or fewer. Going back to 1989, this year's Buffalo team and the 99 Rams. That's it? The Bills lost every close game. That's the entire list. That's the list. They lost every close game. (laughs) If they won, it was by double digits. Right. If it was close, they lost all of them. Well, the the Bills played the bully role pretty good. They beat a lot of bad teams. The best team they beat? Mm -hmm. Patriots. Or is it Kansas City? Kansas City. Yeah. Chiefs and Patriots. Those are obviously okay. the best two wins. I'm thinking. Chiefs, Chiefs had issues at the time, too. Chiefs were not playing well no. at that time. No. Uh, this is from Point Spread Weekly. Steve Mackinnon had this this week. Ross Tucker said he doesn't like the division matchups in the wild card round. I tend mm-hmm. to agree with him. I, I'm not crazy about him either. Huh? 
14 wild card matchups between division rivals since 2003. Road teams, Patriots here, 11 and 3 ATS, 8 and 6 straight up. You wouldn't think that, Beautiful. right? You, you, would think that, you would think the home team Good. would be on the yeah. plus side. It's yeah. not. We'll do these all the rest of the week as well. Mackinac hit it out of the park this week. And before they expanded the playoffs, the 3-6 matchup, like this game, 15-0-1 underrun with the 3-6 yeah. matchups. That's also Dallas and San Francisco. You don't have to hold your nose for that one. Figures to be points. We have a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever, the Big Game Big Dance Special. VSIN all access to everything we do now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bets, 24-7 video access, upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guide. One of the most exciting betting seasons of the year. VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today. Chris Piper, now a millionaire. He was one of the five winners with the Circus Survivor Contest. You won't believe who we took the last couple of weeks to do so. And we'll ask about the sweats. And this guy was big. He was the opposite of uh, Billy the Kid. He hedged big. We'll talk to Chris up next. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. Uh, Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Playable in Jersey is play. Sugarhouse must be 21. This is fantastic. We did it a couple times yesterday. And another winner, Circa Survivor, another millionaire, uh, Chris Piper, who's a local. How about that? Used to listen to the old show on ESPN back right. in the day. How about that? Uh, He's a golfer, too. Yes. Great. Very good. And, and from the Midwest as well. Congratulations. Well, I mean, what has this been like for you, the la- not only the whole season, but even just what happened the last week? A little roller coaster, but, uh, you know, you just pick your game. And you go from there. That's the bottom line. And you hopefully uh, you pick the right game mm-hmm. to continue on. What was your contest history before this season? I, I played a lot of different contests. Uh, I used to play the Great Giveaway. Okay. But I used to get a lot of my friends. I used to have like 512 cards. Uh, I used to invest money to play that contest or whatever. And the uh, Gold Coast contest mm-hmm. too, the one point, the million dollar contest there. So I, I'm a contest player itself. Okay. Why Survivor then? And how many entries did you did you do? I had one entry. Oh, I had one. <laughs> I had I had I had one entry for the Survivor, and I had one entry for the uh, regular contest. The millions, okay. The, the millions, but picking five games a week against the spread to me is it's very that's that's more difficult than the Survivor mm-hmm. because I might like two games, but picking picking uh, sure picking five games is is. It's impossible for me. Do you know what your record was at the end of the Circa Millions? Circa Millions? No, because I missed I missed week uh, the last week. I thought I had put it in. I went five and zero, oh, but oh. I didn't. I, didn't uh, I guess I didn't hit submit <laughs> because I was already out of it. Okay, I, did, I had no shot to get you know to make the money or whatever. But uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Okay. Oh, so these were your entry, and this were these your these your picks alone. These no are doubt. all yeah. These are only my picks. Okay, so. Did you have any close calls along had, the way? I had three close calls. Remember, I think it was week five, Minnesota played Detroit. Oh, 
Oh, and the God. guy had to make a 55-yard field goal. <laughs> yes, yes. That was okay. that was one of them. Uh-huh. And then I had Baltimore when they played Minnesota, and they were down by seven. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota took the uh, opening kickoff in the second half, and uh-huh. then I had to go into overtime, and Tucker hit a field goal. And then the last one was the Packer game against the Browns. I was going. Oh, you too. Okay. I, I was going if the Packers. I mean, if the Browns basically run the ball. I don't know why they didn't. They right. put it in Mayfield's hands. I have to thank uh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yep. And uh, <laughs> it was it was basically uh, that was my third one. Other than that, I didn't have really a a game after that that uh, okay was a. That's tough. yep. That's what Mark said yesterday too. Thank you, Baker Mayfield. Who'd you use on uh, Thanksgiving? I used the Bears. I didn't like the. Well, that came down to the final play. Yes, I'm a, I'm a 49er fan, so okay. I don't really like the Cowboys. They played the Cowboys when they played Atlanta, and they blew them out. But uh, I basically said I have to pick at least one game here. It was the Bears and the Lions. Either pick one of those games, one of those teams, basically. And the other one was I'm going to go with the Packers on Christmas. So that's why I had to okay. make my decisions. Okay, so so you, you didn't have Kansas City or Tampa. You used them earlier. I guess. So let's what, what what was on the table? What are you looking at week 18? Could correct me if I'm wrong. We were looking at Washington or the Saints. Correct. That you had left and you thought okay, well if the Saints win, they could make the playoffs. They need the game if do you trust the Saints? And then I mean, I guess the Washington play was anti-Giants. Can you take us through what you were thinking and why you you, you landed on Washington for all the marbles? I went with Washington because Joe Judge basically made made a fool of himself and put out there that it was a clown show, you know, basically uh-huh. putting it in Rivera's face. You know, the clown show on the sidelines when they played the Cowboys. And, you know, when you open your mouth like that, it's bulletin board uh, material. And I, I went to myself, hey, if, if Rivera doesn't have this team ready to play, and I'm not a Heineke fan, but I think mm-hmm. he can at least maneuver the teams down there. But just hand the ball off to Gibson. That's all I said. Just keep running the ball, keep running the ball. And it was like... I didn't like the offense for the for the Saints. And I said I have a better offense with Washington, and I think I think the Giants have quit. So I said I'm playing Washington. What did you think of the quarterback, the surrender Neil? I mean, how about that? Like I've never seen that before in, <laughs> in all my days of football. Yeah. That you know what he was thinking, I don't I have no idea. But the Giants are the Giants. I mean, when you Basically, you have uh, Wilson as your offensive coordinator. Then you have Kitchens as your offensive coordinator. I'm going like, really? You can't get anybody better than this? So, so it's so it's twelve nothing, and then Judge for the first time all year, like, well, and whether it's the last game, whatever, I'm going to get aggressive, and he started going for it from midfield. And there was a couple fourth down conversions. Right. The Giants actually score, and now it's sweat time for you. Right. It's twelve seven in the fourth quarter. Right. Now, what are you thinking? Well, once the pick six happened, I thought it was over. I really did. I thought uh, because the <laughs> I'm sorry, Fromm is not that great of a quarterback, mm-hmm, right. and I, he's not going to. He got lucky with the one touchdown or whatever. I don't think the uh, uh, Washington team is going to basically let them have another one. And I thought that's it. They're only going to score the seven points. Still confident, twelve seven. Yes. Wow. Okay. And then you go right. You march down the field, and they answer. Right. Get right back with a touchdown, and then it's 19-7, to 7 and then school's out. Right. Okay, very good. So what did you do as far as hedging? I hedged uh, on the money line with the um, uh, with the Giants, which 
you know, my my son was the one to basically said, Dad, you got to really hit. I'm going like, well, I don't really want to hedge. I said, I haven't hedged for 19 weeks. Wow. Why am I going to hedge for this? But I hedged on the, on the Giants on the money line. I also took the seven points just in case. So that was my hedging part or whatever. I did it for uh, 100000 on the uh, uh, money line and 150000 on the uh, plus seven. Why didn't you hedge before that? Was it just confidence? I thought no? okay. I, I, I thought the teams that I had were uh, that I played was were the right teams to, to play at this at certain situations. I played the Chargers a week before they had just lost to Houston, and I thought to myself, they're not going to lose at home against Denver. They're going to go all out, you know, trying to make the playoffs or whatever. It was just every week was was one of those because mm-hmm. I would I had I used the Docs book, crossed off the teams, looked okay. at the teams I had, you know. You normally had like two, three, four teams to look at or whatever, and that's how I made my picks each week. Good pick with the Chargers uh, the week before. They blew out Denver. Correct. Uh, you, you didn't have much to choose from there, too, but uh, COVID issues, and they, they, it was, you didn't have a sweat in that one. Okay, so you didn't want to hedge, but you realized, my God, I, can't, I have to walk out of here with something. That's exactly, I can't. That's, I, I don't like the play, and I don't think the Giants will win, but what, what do I feel like? And I'm probably nauseous if the Giants shock the world. And I go home and I, I, I don't get anything in this right, deal. Right, right. Probably would have been just like they used to say in the horse racing. Probably would have been a bridge jumper. That yes, day. yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and, and being a local and you're also retired. Well, I've lived here for the, since 1989. My ex-wife and I came in uh, to town. My, wife, my uh, ex-wife uh, opened the Mirage. We both opened the Mirage in a sense. Uh, she worked in the race and sports business. She went from the... Mirage to Treasure Island to Bellagio back to Treasure Island and then uh, I, I was in the retail division uh, we basically uh, raised three kids here mm-hmm. uh, they're born and raised here and uh, just uh, a perfect town for us we've, we've loved it uh, since we moved here plans for the money uh, not yet just uh, I'm gonna set up a few things with my kids and grandkids and uh, what else? Tra- probably doing some traveling. Mm-hmm. I play the horses. I play a lot of bankroll tournaments. So I, I travel to like Gulfstream Park, uh, Lone go. Star Park, Santa Anita. I do all that kind of stuff too. Play a little poker tournaments. I'm just going to have uh-huh. fun with it. That's great. Excellent. Do you like anything this weekend? You place any wagers and who do you the, recommend? I'm not, I'm not really a big, big uh, player on the NFL. I like to play a lot of in-game wagering. Okay. That's the way I've always been. Uh, this week, I think, I think the Raiders really have a problem because they've got a short week. They're, um, going back to Cincinnati on a short week. They're, I don't know, it's going to be cold back there. They're, um, uh, that's probably the game I, I like the best is probably Cincinnati, but don't, you know, don't. Go two-fisted with sure. it. Don't sell yourself yeah. short. You just won Survivor, and uh, <laughs> right. you said you went 5-0 and oh in Week 18. So, yes. you, you know, a little bit about handicapping this stuff. I was going to say, uh, Cincinnati looks like a solid favorite. Buccaneers, you can't see losing to uh, the Eagles, can you? Not really. I mean, uh, the Buccaneers, I mean, they've had so many injuries here at the, at the very end they or whatever. That, yeah. But, you know, Brady's Brady, and it's, and it's time, you know, it's money time, and that's what you know he he does. He produces. Mm-hmm. That was great video too with your son congratulating you. Yes, and uh, yeah. that, that was up there. Veasan, we tweeted that out too at Veasan Live as well. Great story, local. He wins one entry. 
takes it down and didn't hedge until the final week. Congratulations, Chris Piper. Great job, Good Chris. Job. Thank you very Great much. Great to meet you as well. Yes. Up next, we'll get to in pocket some of Matt's plays, and we'll go through the uh, news on Judge again as well with some staggering numbers and the surrender sneak probably did him in coming up on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, let's rumble. Uh, he'll be on the show Friday, but I know he tweeted this out, and I was listening to his podcast. Uh, to me, it makes sense. Raiders, Bengals, First half under the early game Saturday, 24 and a half. Uh, early on, it was 25 and a half. 27 degrees with 15 mile per hour winds. Both quarterbacks in their first playoff game. Maybe the coaches come out conservative, a little close to the vest, try to establish the run early. I could see, I, I like this play. Uh, first half under, I agree with uh, Chernoff with that one, which uh, end the losing streak and go with this on Saturday. You're trying to bounce back this yeah, week? It was a rough Sunday. Very rough. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the hole for five. Oh, God. I do like that raiders Bengals yeah. first half under 24 and a half play. I think that's a good one. I played three dogs this week. I took four and a half with the Patriots uh, right away Sunday night. I thought that number would come three or three and a half. But yeah. uh, Also, 49ers. I know Chernoff is on that side. That number opened a little bit higher. I think you're going to have a uh, pros versus Joes situation there with uh, sharp, sharper money on the uh, Niners and public money on the Cowboys who have the best spread record in the NFL, right? 13-4 and four, mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys. I'm on Patriots plus four and a half, Niners plus three, and Cardinals. I took uh, four against the Rams on Monday night and uh, one in college hoops tonight. And I have not been hot in college hoops the past few days, but... Uh, Nevada plus two and a half over Boise State tonight in Reno. And uh, you can grab two uh, at the Westgate Superbook on that Mountain West basketball game tonight. Golf plays in the Sony Open. A few on the futures board. Hideki Matsuyama, 18 to 1. Mark Leishman, 
20 to 1. Uh, Kevin Kistner at 35 and Cam Davis at 52 to 1. I uh, also played that Brian Blessing long shot on Brandon Grace. And uh, one of the uh, viewers of Follow the Money this morning said you can still find Brandon Grace out there at 100 to 1. Not sure if that's DraftKings or another book he sent us a screenshot of, but 100 to 1 is a pretty good price on him. And one matchup there, I played Mark Leishman over answer in golf. Uh, Paul, what's up next? In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. Uh, the other thing, too, with the, the, the runs in hockey we mentioned uh, last night, Pittsburgh 11 and 1 straight up, 10 0 and 1 in the first period if you bet the money line. Uh, it's 10-1 and one if you laid the half a goal, uh-huh. which those are juicy returns as well. Uh, he also blew my mind earlier with the Mark Davis thing. Been living at the top of the You didn't West. know Mark Davis oh, lived at the top of the Westgate the past couple of years? No. Uh, Is that? That's, that's true. That's, I'm shocked by that. That's unbelievable. I'm sure soon, pretty soon, he's going to have that house built on a golf course. Right. And, well, that, that might take some time. Might take some time. That's, there are worse things. I actually, I would love to live in a penthouse at the top of a casino. You're not, Paul. I could see you doing some sort of Howard Hughes imitation someday. Where well, he wouldn't leave though. I'd, I'd come out. I gotta get. What would you do? Would just give room service every day? The guy didn't leave. Right. He's just. They said. They said uh-huh. when they went up there, like there was, they couldn't. They had to put new blinds in. They were couldn't open them up because they'd never been opened. Right. He, he when, liked when to live in the there. dark. Yeah, his nails were long, lived would, in the dark, wouldn't shave, watching yeah, movies. That's sad. You would at least, <laughs> knowing you, you would at least go out to Burger King once oh, a while. absolutely. Yeah. Love the fries. Taco Bell. Gotta have it. That's up. right. Yeah, yeah and, and mention, speaking of fast food, as I mentioned. How about um, Taco Bell bringing back, uh, introducing what? chicken wings? Yeah, what do you think of that move? I don't know. i got to try them. Yeah. I have a I'll, tell you, I'll let either. you know after I well, try. Well, you're huh? okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. anxious. Where are you at with condiments? Like ranch, sour cream. Did you say condiments? Condiments. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, people wanted to get your thoughts on our rankings. Because you, you, I mean, like, what do you put on chicken fingers? What do you? Yeah. Ketchup, ranch, uh, sour cream. Well, I just. You like mayonnaise? I, I love mayonnaise on a hamburger. Oh yeah. You're kidding? No. You go California. Yeah. What? California burger. That's mayonnaise on a hamburger. Well, I thought California burgers were mostly like like avocado on a hamburger, isn't it? I thought it was mayonnaise, too. Yeah. I put mayonnaise on all hamburgers. I did um, not know that. Wow. Is that strange? Uh, some people say so. Really? Mitch, Mitch but, says it's vomit-inducing. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, we just had ketchup with the uh, Dunkin' Donuts hash browns. Uh-huh. How good are those hash browns? Dunkin oh, they're Donuts? nuts. I don't uh, know how, the, the, how this is not the Dunkin' Donuts studios are beyond me. We get it every day. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's a, I'm shocked and appalled that's not the Dunkin' Donuts studios. If you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, what flavor wings do you get? I'm not a wing guy. Okay. I'm very boring with that. I, they actually have good tacos. Try, Wild Wings? try them sometime. I don't think I've ever Buff, tried. What are they called? The Buffalitos? I or love something? tacos. Very good tacos. That's good. All right. Um, so, all right. Good, good stuff with Taco Bell. No, I was going to say with the fast food <laughs> tickets. Tickets for the Giants game Sunday were going as low as six dollars. Yeah. Now, if you get the two cheeseburger meal at McDonald's and supersize it, it's six fifty. To put that in perspective, I left the South Point yesterday and I went through the McDonald's drive-through and I got the Big Mac, the number one. For the first time in a, a couple months, and that was eight ninety eight. Oh, inflation! Yeah, how about that? Uh, eight ninety eight really? for the Big Mac meal. Yeah, bad beat. That's up there. There you go. There's my top. I went salsa, 
honey mustard, sour cream, not mayonnaise, Miracle Whip. How about hot different. mustard? Do you ever get the McDonald's it's hot very, mustard? I, we, yes, we uh, talked about that. That's, that yeah. that's the nuts, yeah, yeah. the hot mustard. Ketchup, ranch, hummus, relish, love tartar sauce, too. I get the oh, filet of fish sauce, all the time. Yeah. I say extra tartar, tartar sauce. sauce. So if, if you go to uh, Long John Silver's and you get the chicken planks, dip them <laughs> in tartar sauce. I'm serious. That's great. I can't do it. Why not? I, 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 have a, I used to work with someone who had a couple incidents there. At Long John's? Yeah. Didn't end well. Isolated incidents. You go there? I yeah. can't. I, really? It's they're together with KFC, right? Yeah, there's a couple locations in Vegas. It's not like the old Long John Silvers where they had like the fake fish house and the plant. Yeah, you know, you walked the plank up and it looked like a real fish place. These are just drive-throughs uh-huh. that combine with the KFC. Yeah. But yeah, the chicken planks, at Long John Silvers, outstanding, and you dip them in tartar sauce. You have to if do we're some, talking about condiments. Yeah, you have to do some other rankings too about like best, like the best one item to order at a fast food place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that. Are you are you big in desserts? Um, not too big. I like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> Come on, cake. No, that's one nothing. thing I do. Like, I came in here today and uh, McDonald's. They have great chocolate huh? chip cookies. They got pretty good. Yes, ones. they yeah, do. They I'm do. blown away by that as well. Uh, Surprisingly, Starbucks has a good one. I don't go to Starbucks too often. Got a really good chocolate chip. Yeah. Candy. Uh, I came in here today. My favorite candy bar. What was it? Watch them call. Watch them call. Put on the board. Yeah, yes. Right. There you go. You got to have that cold as well. Got to have it. Got to have it cold. Um, it was. So the thing with Judge is he was whacked yesterday, and Mayor had to change his mind. The, the, the press conference was great. I felt we had a good path to the future here, and, and, and then that changed in the last couple of weeks after what transpired. Yeah, well, no, no press conference. It was like he, he was, was trying to get fired, though. It was. I mean, the, the dangerous thing was when he was told he was coming back, and they, they said that, uh, Mara said that December 26th, that he's coming back. Then the bizarre press conference with the lies, and then the surrender sneak, which is, that's going to be up there like the butt fumble. <laughs> with Giant and Jet fans. It's going it to be. Is. It's like I've never seen it that is. before. The third and nine surrender sneak, and he went 10 and 23. The last three coaches with the Giants have lasted two seasons seasons or fewer. McAdoo went 13 and 15. Shermer went 9 and 23. And I mentioned Judge Record. This once proud organization has missed the playoffs nine of the last 10 years. And Chris Piper nailed it. He said, I don't care. It's 12 7. They're not scoring again. Their offense is as pathetic. He knew what he was talking about. Uh, points per game. Last. Offensive efficiency, last. Yards per play, last. Touchdown per drive percentage, last. Points per drive, last. Record, 27th. Yeah. That's, well, ju- a lot that's of people the like tenure to- with Judge, and I, I will say this. It wasn't just on the clapper. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all the clapper no. with the play call. That's what I was going to say, too. A lot of people like to blame Jason Garrett and say it was his fault. And when Joe Judge fired Jason Garrett, I said that's like – um, Larry filing, firing Curley and replacing him with Mo because he put Freddie Kitchens in an offensive coordinator and the offense got worse. And how I, can you sink much lower than having Jake Fromm start for you at the end of, end of your second season? No. Dave Gettleman did a did a horrible job yes, with the did. personnel side. Joe Judge did a a really poor job on the coaching side. The Giants have have to start over. The thing they have to answer they, now: yeah. Do they start over and keep Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley? But that's going to, going to be something the new GM's got to have to decide. Right, that's a good point, and I want to see if they can get one of these big name quarterbacks, if they can make a, well, a big move because you're going to have a new yeah. coach, a new GM, and you have two of the top seven picks in the draft. As I, I think I read that, the guys you just mentioned, 
those those three failed coaches the Giants have had. Yeah. Don't you have to go? I think if you're the Giants, you have to go for a a guy who's got head coaching experience and has proven he can win, Brian Flores. That would be my a, top I target. Problem with I can't believe he was fired. Would he be your top but, target yeah. for the Giants? He'll be one of them, yeah. Okay. You go eight and one with Tua? Fun show. Back tomorrow. Mike Palman studio. No hyperbole. Mike Palm. Also talk to the booby right. prize winner. This is incredible what this guy. You go to Mike Palm's baby shower Sunday. Oh, come on. What Get the kid a carton of cigarettes. Let's talk about Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> Bet River Bet River Bet River At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.